What's up, y'all? And welcome to Stuttering Christian. It is I, Samantha Green, the one and the only behind this podcast. But yeah, I apologize if you hear some weird noise in the background. So for one of my mom's birthday gifts or early birthday gifts is she bought herself a new room Roomba. If you know me well, Roombas are not my favorite thing. And I blame my dad for showing me that X Files episode of just like the smart house and Roombas chasing people like even though I know that's not real I just don't like Roombas but this isn't the I hate Roombas podcast this is Stuttering Christian and so my week since we last talked it's been good very good I had um, two kids show up for both Sunday school and youth compared from last week where I had two kids show up for Sunday school and no one showed up for youth. Yet it makes sense because it's July, everyone is out of town, but it still hurts when no one shows and you're just like, well, did I eat a big portion of the snacks I bought just for youth? Yes, I did. Do I regret anything? No, I don't. But with that, um, there is something that I've been dealing with, trying to, that room buzz loud. I hope it's not on the recording, but Something that I've been dealing with that to a normal person, it seems not as bad. But for people that hate talking on the phones and the stuttering folks that just hate the idea of what I'm about to say, yeah, it's been, it's been hard. So it's the time of the month, not that kind of time of the month and but (laughs) I have to get my oil change on my white Toyota Corolla and I also need to do state inspection type of thing new new tags I don't know really much about cars but The thing is, I don't want to drive up to the dealership to get it um, checked out and stuff like that because it's a long drive. Well, it's not a long drive. I just don't care. And I'd rather not drive that far to the Toyota place. So I've been looking into trying to get 
the car maintenance stuff done near where I live. So it's not like a bad drive and they are less likely to talk me into buying a new car because it's just a oil changing place is what I call it. (laughs) But the thing with living in a small town and needing to get your oil change for your car they have no way to set a appointment up online you have to call and if you know me well and like what i said earlier i hate talking on the phone i hate it i truly hate it yet i know i have a career in speaking i know i am 23 and as what my folks would say you are a grown woman i know all of this but with being a person that that stutters and being more i guess confident in a sense you still get scared with the small small stuff you still get scared when you have to set a appointment or talk on the phone like you still get scared and that's something that i've been struggling with like it's something so small and i'm still scared it it just shows that the most and that's another to- topic I will go on, but the most confident person that you think still struggles. And speaking on that, before I go into this next topic, mom, dad, if you are listening to this, know that I love you. But there's some things that you don't fully understand if you're not someone that stutters. So, yes, I have a new job that involves speaking. Yes, I'm doing something a a stutterer would never, never do. That's something that I live by each day. That room uh, is like distracting me, but um, yeah, confidence. I still struggle. On the outside, people perceive me as, oh, Sam is so confident. Sam has her crap together. Sam knows what she wants to do. But listen here, people. I do not have my crap together. You may think I do, but I don't. It's still hard. I still struggle when I have to order food. Like, if you've been following me, 
or if you know me well, I've been on this weight loss journey and yes, I'm of the age to drink and I just prefer not to drink at the moment. And I, I will order water, but in that moment, it just sounds weird. I'm like, yeah, I like some water, but I, I have a tendency to prolong words instead of repeating syllables. And so I get weird looks and that's something that I just hate. I hate the weird looks. It is so frustrating. Ordering at a coffee shop, I go to the same one every chance I can get. I go to start, like I mix it between the Starbucks in Waxahachie and the Starbucks in Red Oak, but I like it how they have cameras so they can see, and so they can see it's not there um machine thing acting up it's just my mouth stumbling on on words i go to be does because i can have the most stuttering worst stuttering days and just the people that work there they are just so kind and they won't laugh they won't question my ability of speak, speaking, but it's still it's still hard. When I was door da- dashing when the pandemic hit, I got questioned if I was intoxicated, and my response is, "Bruh, it is currently six a.m." And you really think that I'm intoxicated? Like, I don't smell like any kind of alcohol. I smell like coffee. It's just, it's hard. And yet I understand I have a tendency to put on a mask where people think, oh, Samantha's fine. She's fine. When in reality, I'm not. I've been working at this and just expressing, expressing, expressing the hard emotions that I normally don't share. And that's me doing that now. Expressing the just frustration that stuttering brings. Expressing that People get used to the way you talk. And so they stop hearing that you stutter and they will start to believe, oh, she doesn't stutter, which is just overall just frustrating. And it's hard. It's very hard. But something that through the hardness 
that stuttering brings through just everything. I have a stuttering story to share. And this one is fairly new. This one, it actually happened a couple weeks ago. And it's the story of when I was at camp and I spoke during reflection. So this story takes place at camp. It was either the second or third night, I forgot, but it was one of the nights and how Glen Lake Camp works is after worship, we go to small, small group, and then we have reflection and then bed. So we were in small group and it was me, the campers and the counselor that I was paired with, Ken, the cat is trying to get in. The counselor that I was paired up with, Kendall. And so we were having a very good conversation and then Leah, comes up and she asks me, well, she not ask, tells me that Caesar needs to talk to me. And in my mind, I'm like, oh crap, like what did I do? And I was just reminding myself, oh, it's fine. Like I didn't do anything bad. Caesar, he is my best friend and just Yet at the same time, I was like spiraling, making myself believe that I did do something bad. So I get to where Caesar is, and he begins to tell me, saying, hey, Sam, we need someone to speak at reflection. And my first response was like, heck yeah, I'm down. I'm here for for y'all put me where y'all need me and he was like cool I need you to speak on God's guidance in your life of becoming a youth pastor and so my response was like that bet I got y'all and as I'm walking back (laughs) I have a tendency to just agree on things and not fully process and think what did I just agree on and so as I'm walking back I'm freaking out I'm like oh lord I'm going to be speaking in front of kids more than what I'm used to just what and so, <laughs> Darnell, let me let Darnell in. Come on.
AirPod came, came out. What? What, cat? I'm trying to tell a story here. Let's hope I can tell a story before my dad comes in. So I'm on the part of where I'm walking back and I'm just free, freaking out and I begin to just pray. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> I'm freaking out here. I am freaking out, but it. I pray that the words that I say are not from you, Lord, but are from you. And as I get back, I'm sitting down, trying to focus on what my campers are saying, and I just couldn't. I was freaking out so much, but at the same time, I had just a sense of peace. And after small small group, I told my camp my campers. And they were excited and hooting and hollering. And I respond with, okay, I see that you are excited. All I ask is y'all to try your best not to hoot and holler when it's my time to speak. And they were like, okay. And as I'm walking, with my camp campers to turn their steps, I just start to freak out more. And I'm and as the campers and Kendall as they just sit on turn their steps, I'm I sit where the rocking chairs are and I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to like word bomb it, writing down everything I want to say. And then just emotions start to kick in. And I'm trying to like push down the tears and I'm just like, okay, I need someone to pray over me because if I don't have like someone pray over me, the chances of me breaking down in tears is very high. And so I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I know there are a butt ton of youth pastors here. And I was trying to look for my friend, Julie, yeah, but I knew she was dealing with something at the mo- moment. And I see Lonnie. She's my one of my former campers' youth pastors. And I pull her to the side and I say, hey, I'm freaking out. Can you pray over me? Because I'm going to be speaking in reflection. And she's like yes and she prays over me and I'm just breaking down and she asked me are you scared and I said no like these are tears of joy something that I've been praying praying for and finally getting the chance to and I thanked her and as I'm walking to where I'm supposed to sit. I, I walk past my friend Aunt Andy and I'm just like, bro, I am about to speak in reflection and I'm free, freaking out. I need a hug. And he <laughs> takes off his backpack and 
he's like, bro, bet. And he gives me a hug and he tells me, saying, Sam, like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like trying to hold back tears. And when he said that, I tried to like, I start like, crying and I'm like, okay, Sam, keep yourself together. You need to not cry when you are about to speak. Because when you cry, you have a tendency to stutter more and it's going to be hard. Like, get your crap together. And I go and sit down and I look up at the stars because that somehow Glen Lake Camp with it being a small small town small camp the stars are just out so much more and I look I look up and I just smile and I thank God for giving me this opportunity and after the people singing and reflection after they sang one song they called me up and I was ready to speak I was like yes and as I get up there the mic would not turn on and I'm like uh <laughs> lord what just I would press buttons and like trying to get this to work and then the campers thought it would be cool to shine their flashlights on me so I can see and that that just made me more freaking out and then next thing you know you see Caesar with his mask on running around towards me and he does something and he fixes it and he runs back and I get the mic to work and I open my like sermon speaking thing saying, hey guys, my name is Samantha or is what most people call me Sam. I am a former summer staffer here. I worked here for four years. I am a post-grad from DBU. I got a degree in biblical studies. I'm a part-time youth pastor and I stutter. And after that, I don't really remember much, but what I do remember is just expressing just the loneliness that after graduation and with it still being a pandemic and I just felt so alone and I felt so far from God. And after that, I don't really remember much. I remember sharing my thoughts and experience with interviewing for this job I currently have now. And after I was done, Everyone stood up and clapped, 
and I just began to sob and I go and sit sit down and I'm like sobbing and then Caesar he walks up to me and he sits by me and he just tells me saying Sam I'm so proud of you <laughs> this is this is making me tear up I am so proud of you you have accomplished so much and you are going to do great things and I think Tim saw being we hug and Lonnie comes by and she gives me her number and her email and she and she said if you need anything here's my social media here's my email number all of that and I thanked her so so much and after that after reflection I'm just sitting there still sobbing and then a, a camper comes up I'm pretty sure her name is me yeah she comes up to to me and she tells me you did such a great great job I remember when you first spoke at reflection y'all that was like 2017 2018 she's been to camp since then and she said this is her fifth year at camp. And I had another camper, Jack. He comes up and gives me a hug. And he he said, Sam, I know I don't, you don't know me well, but I follow you on Instagram. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. And then Lisa comes up and <laughs> I see that she's been cry crying and she said, my, my plan wasn't to cry, but you made me cry. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, sorry. Well, <laughs> that's awkward. My I was interrupted, but within the story, I left off on Lisa crying and stuff, um, and that my intent for speaking wasn't to make people cry, even though I made my myself sob. Um, my uh, intent was to share my story in that even if you feel like God isn't listening, God is always there, even in the darkest times, even in the loneliness times. God is all always there. And that next day I there were staff, not staff, but there were people 
campers coming up to me saying, wow, Sam, like, you did so good speaking. And someone, one of the campers, he came up to me during when we were about to play kickball because it was my cabin and another guy's cabin and this camper comes up to me and he says yo Sam I've never met a person that stutters you were my first one and I I responded with awesome I'm glad I was the first stutterer that you've you've met and he begins to say you should write a book and some somehow with him just saying that, even though I don't know the kid well or anything of that, that just really meant a lot. And I responded with, well, I'm a- actually working on a book. It's in progress with being di- dyslexic and having a DHD, it's hard to actually sit down and write. And he responds with, I'll, I'll still buy the book if it takes you two or three years. I really want to hear your store stories. And that just made me <laughs> tear up. And I was just like, wow, kids that I don't know well, kids that are not in my cabins, kids that have seen me working at camp for years, they just, their responses is something that I will forever lean on, that even if you feel alone, there are always people cheering you on. Even the people that don't know everything about you, they are all always cheering you on. It's it, it's crazy how God works through stutter, stuttering. How his guidance has brought me here. I know this is sad to say, but I never imagined myself actually having a job. I never imagined myself actually getting the second chance to speak at reflection. Many doors were shut in my life after graduating. But through it all, God has always been there. God has never left my side, nothing. And to use this story or stories that I've I've shared, and I know the people that are listening, not everyone is a person that stutters, but 
you can relate the story to your life. Going through school is hard. It's extremely hard. Going through school still in a pandemic is hard. Living at home in your 20s is hard. Everything is just hard, but at the end of the day, God is always there. So, I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. I may or may not make another one or just add it on to this one with me interviewing Lisa. Lisa doesn't know yet that I'm going to interview her. So y'all are the first ones to know. So tune in next week. I still don't know a schedule on when I will record. I just record when I feel the spirit move. So I'm going to end this now. And mainly because Darnell Jamie, Jamie's cat keeps scratching me while I'm trying to record. So I hope y'all have a great day. Bye.